Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, y'all? I'm back, man. T-Rail, and I'm here with my boy, Freeway Ricky Ross, an entrepreneur, a kingpin, a father, you know, all around just that nigga, man. I just, I can't believe I am sitting here with you today. I cannot believe it. I feel like I manifested this talking about you so much yeah you done talked about me i spoke about you so much in my life of living i feel like i've been around you i feel like i know you um i've gave so many stories and just glorifying the fact that you know even my mom knew you wow. you know so and it's just an honor to be here with you. I just can't believe it. Well, you know, when the moms know you, that kind of rubs off on the kids. So, yeah, I already understand. Yeah. I know how that can go. So, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, you, you've been doing your work. You know, you're in, in a great spot. You know what I'm saying? No jumper. I, yeah. I, I did no jumper about, what, five years ago, six years ago. You know, mm -hmm. I did it with Adam. Uh, and it was, it was a cool show. You know, uh, um, I, I was... I got good. I was good at interviewing then, but uh, I wasn't doing really well financially. Mm -hmm. You know, I was still like, <sighs> you know, struggling. Oh, when you got out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've been out 13 years now, but it, it took a while. It took a while, even though, even though, you know, I, I, I did my homework. You know, mm -hmm. I, my homework was done, and everything was in order, but. Um, this system wasn't ready. Yeah. You know, sometimes you can be ready, but the system ain't ready and it still don't work right. I mean, but you, it was going to come to you regardless because I feel like everything that I heard about you and what I, from what I know about you, you know, besides the dope thing, besides selling drugs, you was a good dude, man, and you took care of everybody and everybody just loved you wholeheartedly. Yeah. Like everything I, you know, everything I know about you is just straight positive. And right? that's the plan. You know, you, 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 you want to take care of everybody. And, and, and I'm not saying that I take care of everybody the way they want to be taken care of because I don't. Mm -hmm. But I try to do a little bit for everybody that I can, you know, just touch them. That, that, that might have been just enough yeah. to push you across that line, you know what I'm saying? It'll get you just a little closer to that line where you feel like. I can make it now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I almost gave up. I almost gave out. You know, so um, I try to touch as many people as I can. I think touching people is one of the greatest gifts that you can that you can have is to to be able to uh, reach out and 
push somebody else, you know, across the line or yeah. up a little higher, you know. Yeah, I feel like this interview is kind of way more different than all the rest of your interviews because for one reason, I was there in these scenarios, you know, like different scenarios. Like for one uh, one moment when you got out of jail for the second time and you had like the theater on like Crenshaw and That was Adams. the first time. I, that was the first time you got out. Time. Yeah, the yeah. first time you got I, I was there. Yeah, I was you there. came by my old theater? I was I was there and just I was a kid but just just feeling like the whole vibe and everybody in the whole wow. or they like Ricky about to come in Ricky about to come in and it's wow. like wow. you was like fucking Superman nigga so I'm like you yeah. you actually came yeah. in and I'm, it was just like a split second I'm like damn that's that nigga you know what I'm saying it was yeah. almost like yeah. Jay-Z you feel me but it was like I was a kid but they just held you to so much of a like a pedestal that that I felt like you was a, a superstar. And Even I started. Really still. To, I started to try to hold that that status as well, and and that's kind of how I got in trouble, you know, because mm-hmm. that theater had became my identity, and mm-hmm. I felt that had I lost that theater, which I was losing it, I was thirty thousand behind on my note, uh, and and I'd invest a lot of money, you know, I put nine hundred and what I put nine hundred fifty nine hundred thirty thousand down as a down payment. And then I was paying my whole five years in jail. I was paying six thousand a month note, you know, in the eighties. So, uh, no nineties, eighty nineties. So, I had put a lot into that building, you know, to to save it. And and I knew that that, that building was like my key. I, well, I thought it was, you know, I thought that that building was my key to the city. You know, I thought that was gonna be the way that 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 I did what I'm doing now. Changing lives. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I was there, man. I had some grand plans for that thing, man. Because what I, what I recognize, what I recognize is that a lot of our celebrities were scared to come to the hood. Mm-hmm. And so what I wanted to do is I wanted to make a safe haven where they would feel comfortable with coming. Because, you know, they almost feel comfortable about coming on Crenshaw. You know, they'll come yeah, not I mean, all the way down in Crenshaw, but that was still kind of like West Crenshaw. You know what I'm saying? Because if you go down by the Fox Hill Mall, start getting better and better low-key. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It, and, and what the theater was at was kind of bad, but, you know, you only about, what, three miles away from Hollywood. Yeah. You know, Hollywood is right there, and then you can jump on the Santa Monica Freeway and, and be there and... You know what I'm saying? You can be on the Santa Monica Freeway in one minute, so uh, I just had a plan and... and, and uh, you know, I went and talked to the West Boulevards, and and I went and talked to the the, the avenues, and you know, I asked them, would it be all right if I be over there? Yeah. You know, and and could I do what I wanted to do? You know, I wanted to build this elaborate uh, theater. You know, where all the rappers came, and uh, and I had some big rappers was coming down there. Aunt Banks came down, DJ Pooh, Chocolate. Uh, Cube didn't never come down, but but we talked. The, uh, uh, um, Sir Jinx mm-hmm. was coming down. Uh, Yo Yo came down. I mean, they was coming. Dre passed by one day. I remember the day Dre passed by. I was like, damn, Dr. Dre passed by here. He didn't stop, but he pulled up to the front mm-hmm. and looked over and, and it took off. I said, well, he know I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he in there, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I had some elaborate plans for it. Um, but now I know that the government couldn't see me with that building. That building was just going to be too, you know what I mean, just too dynamic, you know. I mean, they can't see us with nothing right now. 
even doing that it was just so special just me being there like that shit was just a special moment like and i remember um you know off the subject i remember you said something on vlad tv about uh like damn like my kids like i'm in this dope game so crazy and and all of that and I, 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 my mom didn't want to move out the hood you feel me and then i see my kids on the street and i'm like if a motherfucker touch my kids man yeah, it's gonna be yeah, crazy yeah and that was crazy that was crazy at times i was one of them kids out there yeah you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like I, at times i was one of them kids out there and it's just so crazy to be sitting next to you we always explaining this shit to people and people like man you you full of shit you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> but i'm like nah you feel me well you know sometimes if you if you don't if you don't actually experience it you can't understand it mm -hmm. you know uh even even with people who who, who i know who, who who read the news articles and, and 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 stuff like that they still don't really get it you know the the gist of uh, what it's like to be there you know like mm -hmm. it's crazy that that we're doing this interview today man I, one of my boys just got he's been out he's been out about a year maybe um and we ain't really kicked it you know what i'm saying when, when he got home you know he, he thought i was gonna have a car for him and and and, and the whole nine yards and i didn't you know i wasn't doing great you know like shit. i'm glad you're saying that because when you went to jail around that time I seen a dramatic change in everybody life on my street. You feel me? Like on 88th and Broadway. Like I seen a- You was on 88th and Broadway? I was on 88th and Broadway. I seen a dramatic change as a kid. On which side of Broadway? On Ruby side, on that same street. You stayed on, Miss, on the street where Miss Ruby stay at? Yes, sir. I stayed across the street from Mary. Oh, you stayed across the street from Mary? Yes, sir. Wait a minute. You gotta be, what's the name, son? Uh, I'm Denise's son. You Denise's son? Yes, sir. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Which one? Not the one that was managing Niecy. Tiger. I know Denise. Yes. I know she had two sons, right? Yes. So one, I know uh, the, the Tiger managed the Tiger shit. You the one managing Tiger? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I ain't seen you since I first got out. I know, man. I said I only had a conversation with you here and there. We barely met, but I, you was always in my life. No, I remember when you was a little boy. You know, you know, me and your mama was was way cool. Yeah, that, that was one of my one of my people. Mm-hmm. And um, and really her whole family. You know, me and uh. The other sister, what's her name? Uh, Bev. Yep, Bev. Me and Bev used to be in the same classroom. Damn. So your mama was a little older than us. Uh, but yeah, 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 we go way back, man. Come on. Stop it. <laughs> and then, man, you kicked it. We kicked it at a basketball game or two, you know? And, and, and I was trying to mess with Tiger. And mm -hmm. and I know you was, you was, you was. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't the right setting. I was just trying to get my, you know, do what I can do and keep my foot in the door as best as I can to. You know to feed myself and whoever you know my family around that time so i know you had plans and you was do you was i'm talking about the battery was in the back you was ready to go like what can i do you know what i'm saying trying to get the foot yeah. in the dough like yeah I i'm like he, yeah he ready you feel I me like care. his hustle is on is there it was real yeah it was real i'm calling my mama like this nigga really he really doing it you yeah, know what i'm saying like See, the energy is that, crazy we snuck in that basketball game that night we snuck in the <laughs> staple center yeah we snuck crazy. in that motherfucker and then i got all the way from I went from the top to the bottom you know Denzel my boy went down and told Denzel Rick up there and then so Denzel made all the urges let us all the way to the floor and we saw you and Tiger that night mm -hmm. um I think that might have been the last time I saw y'all too 
Yeah, that's crazy, bro. Yeah. And uh, she, we made it all the way down, but we snuck in that night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I was we had no money, bought no ticket. <laughs> what I was saying about the absence, you, you know, yo, and the whole aura, like, I actually witnessed that shit. Like, you going to jail, and then people just going like this. Oh, yeah, yeah. The homies you know couldn't hold it up. The homies couldn't hold it up. When I got home, man, when I was in jail, I was a little pissed at the homies, you know? I'm like, man, these motherfuckers ain't send me nothing, you know? Like, how do you make that? How do you feel about, you know what I'm saying? Like, your absence affecting, like, the way they move in life and just just in general. Like, they were just all fucked up, everybody, and just couldn't couldn't hop on their own, too, and do it. You know, one of my, one of my partners, who I put in that category, called me this morning at 5 o'clock. And he made a statement. He said, I can tell you how to do it. I can show you how to do it. But I can't get it for you. Right. I can't learn for you. I can't get the concept for you. You have to get it for yourself. And um, when he was telling me that, I understood that people got to get it for themselves. You know, you got to learn the concept. I can do all that I can do, but I can't make you get it. And uh, until you get it, you ain't going to have it. Yeah, because I figured, I'm like, this man, he really is a part of my life because at one point, everything was crazy. I seen two Corvettes in front of my house with my daddy. You know, my mama having shit, Gucci purses, bags and shit, mean coats and the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Mary across the street riding beach cruisers was, you know what I'm saying, nice matching sweatsuits. I remember this <laughs> shit. I'm like, it's cold. My street cold. You know what I'm saying? And you go down, it was over with. You know, you know, yeah, we, we, yeah. we in the hole. So, you know, and we had to climb out. It took us a long time, man, to climb out and do that. But man. I was glad to see you when you was in the rap game, you know, when you was doing the, the, the get down with Tiger and, and the whole nine yards. You know, I was proud of you because... I mean, you're still like my nephew. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy that, that we sit here. I don't even know who you was, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was telling people, man, I had a, a couple of interviews and, you know, on a podcast, and I'm telling people, like, man, my mama was a cleaning lady for him. She used to clean houses. She used to do this, man. I used to see money on the table, and I used to steal your money. <laughs> <laughs> I was a kid. I stole your bread for sure. Man, you didn't get that much. Don't worry about it. <laughs> nah, I didn't, but you it know, was all over know, the table. You know, I was sitting in prison, and I used to be like, man, why everybody used to want to take my clothes to the cleaners? Man. And then somebody told me, so you always leave money in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it. She was like, no, don't touch it. Don't touch it. She was a good lady, man. Shout out to Denise, man. Yeah, She was yeah, good, Denise, man. She girl. was putting it back, man. She really That's was. That's my girl, Denise. She really was putting it back. That's crazy, man. How mom doing? I ain't seen her. She's great, man. She's great. She's doing her thing. You know, heavenly pie, still baking. Yeah, she baking them yeah, pies still? Yeah, she baking So she got to do some vegans. That. I'll buy some. Got to do the vegan. I'm a vegan now. Are you a vegan? Yeah, I've she been doing vegan. vegan I've been vegan thirty-one years. You know, I got to get rid of this gut, though. <laughs> messing with them, messing with them vegan cookies, man. Yeah, and them vegan cookies knock me down. But I'm back. I'm back doing a little workout now. So, mm-hmm. my shoulders is feeling a little stronger. Yeah, you know, get my push-up game on, and, and just you know, um, getting ready. You know, I'm getting ready because I'm finna have all this money. So. Oh yeah, because you said you finna uh, you get you got your foot in the movie game. Movies, weed, you know. I'm, I'm gonna be the, I'm gonna be the weed king. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be the weed king. I'm gonna take over boxing. You know, this boxing is mine. Man, Damn. you gotta let me get in there. 
You gotta let me you get in. in there, especially the movie. I gotta get in there somewhere because I know in. you don't like the little snowfall shit. So get me in there. I'm the Man, real deal. It's you crazy, me? you know. Uh, me and David Myers <clears throat> is getting ready to do a show based on snowfall. Wow. Yeah, he came up with an idea where he said, Man, they ain't giving you no money for that shit. Let's do something to get some money off of it. Man, I watched that shit. It was actually good. I said, Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, shit. So we getting ready to do a uh, we getting ready to do a, a little a little podcast on, on Snowfall. Um I ain't never even watched Snowfall, man. I gotta I gotta watch that shit, you know, now. Yeah. Hard for me though, you know, I hate watching that fiction shit, you know. Motherfuckers making up shit like why y'all making that shit up? We live this shit. We got you got real motherfuckers out here that live this life. You know that really done that shit. You yeah. don't need to. You don't have to make this shit up. We, we got some stories for your ass, but yeah, uh, you know the people who run Hollywood, they mad at me too. You know, I, I gave them, I gave them the finger. I mean, like you're supposed to, cause you all independent, man. You trying to work and do your own yeah, thing. Yeah, I ain't never had no boss, man. Come on, stop it. And you gonna tell yeah. me I got I got to take orders from Mark Wahlberg? Come on, who is Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, you know, to tell me what to do, you know. Man, like Freeway Rick, like, like when I when I when I preach your name to certain people, like certain gangsters or like certain niggas in jail and shit like that. Some they love niggas, me in jail. Yeah, they do. They do. They do. Them jailhouse motherfuckers love me, man. <laughs> but then they got, then they got some motherfuckers that always want to give me the story. Like he wasn't always the biggest motherfucker. He wasn't the only biggest motherfucker. Like, well, you know, they tell me that too, right? They come on, man. Who was the biggest? You a big niche? Yeah. I say I don't know, but I know who gonna be the richest this time. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know they never, you know, they never glorified Los Angeles or I mean, not Los Angeles, but the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? G's that was really doing it too. It's always the East Coast and the South, and like they always bigging them up. But then you just like really represent for the whole coast. Yeah, but it was yeah. some, it was some, um, you know, uh, some heavy hitters. Um, I got one like Thomas Tootie Reese. You know what yeah, I'm saying? That's my, that my idol. That was your idol. Yeah, I love Tootie. Yeah, man. You got any stories about Tootie, man? Well, you know, it took it took a long time before I met Tootie. I used to see him. You know, Tootie had a convertible, a red convertible portion. And I would see him buzz by, you know. Uh-huh. I'd be like, man, be like Tootie. <laughs> That's correct. Tootie was the real super fly. Yeah. And, uh, man, Tootie and them got busted. Mm. Him and Kevin Morgan and a couple other people, they got busted doing a, doing a deal with a, with, a, with a DA agent. And uh, so I finally came up, you know, I don't it was a couple hundred thousand dollars strong. I wasn't really that strong, but this is like but but houses at that time was in our hood. You you remember the house I had on Grand? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just got that house. I was fixing that house. So the dudes who was remodeling in the house for me mm-hmm. knew Tootie. Wow. So they was like, man, I know Tootie. I was like, man, I love Tootie, man. <laughs> so they yeah. was like, man, you want me to set up? For you to go meet Tootie just died like two years ago or so He, he ain't been No he died about three I think it was right before COVID So um, they was like Man you want us to go Set it up and go meet Tootie I was like hell yeah So they set it up And I went over and met with him He tried to You know he tried to sell me some work But I was like My price is better than yours yeah. I didn't tell him that though But you know that's That 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 was the, the deal And uh, what had happened is Is in the game I had passed Tootie Mm-hmm. You know, I I went past my idol. You know, I, I was buying more work at that time than than he was. Um, so, but it was just just a pleasure meeting him. You know, I only met mm-hmm. him that one time too. We never, I never called him again, and 
you know, he went off and did his time. And uh, when he got out, uh, I, I didn't reach out for him. Uh, but yeah, he was he was one of my idols. And then the other one was Little Willie. You know, I met Little Willie. Little Willie came down to my time wheel shop one day, just you know, like just popped up. And mm-hmm. then and then there was Fast Eddie at the Steakhouse, Steakhouse Eddie. You know, that was another old, you know, who was older than I was. You know, guys yeah. that that I looked up to and and that I wanted to model my career after. Um, <clears throat> and then David Child popped in on the scene. Um, he was also, you know, in a league as well. Did Brett Mitchell, you know what I'm saying, ring a bell? Like Brett <laughs> yeah, Mitchell. I know Brett. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. Brett Mitchell Brett. Chevrolet. I used to go up to his house and beat his ass in ping pong. Wow, man. Yeah. This yeah. is great stories, man, that people need to know, man, because it was a lot of uh, cats out here that really was doing it. I think me and Brett was, my girl was Brett's girl's half sister, you know. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even know that until after we started you know, hanging out, kicking it, that they was half-sisters. But, yeah, yeah, I knew Brett. Uh, um, so why did they kind of glorify you as, you know, that guy? Because, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if I got the story right. Like, um, you was getting your work from a CIA agent. He was a like, CIA operative. Yeah. Which is different than being an agent. He couldn't be an agent because he was a foreigner. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what happened is, is um, when he got busted, he became an informant. So an informant is technically an agent, but, yeah. but they don't call them uh, agents. You know, they 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 informants, and then he couldn't be an agent because of his uh, his status, not being American citizen. But uh, yeah, I, how the fuck you do all of that? You know what I'm saying? And didn't know how to read and doing all like going to jail and didn't have no money. And, I, yeah. I started with 125 dollars. Please, I started that shit with 100. I planted 125 dollars in the ground, and that shit grew. Man, cause you, yeah, I need to know niggas that's in jail. If you feel like you didn't, you didn't do the crime, man. Don't give up on your case. You feel me? Like, and you like a perfect example of not giving up. You know what I'm saying? And, oh no, I became and, obsessed with winning yeah. my case. You know, you have to become obsessed. Just like right now, I'm obsessed with taking over boxing. Yeah, I'm obsessed with taking over weed. Yeah, I'm obsessed with taking over this movie industry. You know, I'm I'm obsessed with these things. So when those become your obsession. I mean, you know, I neglect a lot of stuff. You yeah. know, uh, my kids say I don't give them enough time. Um, but, you know, it's some sacrifices that got to be made. Like, you want to keep wearing them tennis shoes? Uh, <laughs> you better yeah. let me keep buying them. <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, yeah, I know you was upset. I mean, my mama was even said she was getting some calls and she was doing some things for you. She went down to, you know grab some shit for you to try to help you with your case at times and shit like that and i'm like no your mom stayed down she stayed down she 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 the real homegirl yeah she the real homegirl and it was motherfuckers like that with my mom and they just still had so much hope and just gave you you know so much it it was so mary was like that too mary and karen i talked to karen what like like a week ago um her daughter summer's uh boyfriend need a job and so they want they want me to try to give him a, give him a gig because you know I got a dispensary too. Yeah, my mom told me about that too. Yeah, so they want they want to know if I would give him a job at the dispensary, but finally he's a professional dancer, so and I want him to come and teach my kids how to dance. You know, <laughs> I don't want him to be tennis players like me. You know, tennis player, but you can't dance. You know, I go to the party, I have to stand up against the wall. Yeah, my uh, mama used to clean Karen in them houses too, <clears throat> like. 
Man, that's just so much history there, bro. Yeah, she started that, that little cleaning service. She did good with that little cleaning service. She was cleaning everybody's house in L.A. Yeah, she was doing it up, man. And had a, I think she had a couple girls working with her for, for a little while. You know, she had really turned turn, uh, turn that thing up. You know, she wasn't, she wasn't with that game, though. You know, she didn't want to touch that. But, yeah. uh, you know, she, 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 she was doing all right with her, with her little cleaning service. I was glad that she started it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because you, we want somebody... That we, you know, you don't want no anybody in your house. You mm-hmm. know, like, man, I can't have no anybody coming over here. They're going to know all my secrets, you know? Yeah. So, you know, you need somebody that's trustworthy, you know, that ain't going ain't gonna, to, you know, tell people how to get in your house and, you know, where you keep all your shit. And so, you know, having her on board was, was, was definitely a blessing. And, and uh, you know, I appreciate it. But, you know, we all grew up together. You know, we went to Manchester Elementary School together, bred hard. I did, too. So. Damn. <laughs> you know, um, just that shit is just so crazy. Just hearing these stories from you just right here. Like, <laughs> that shit. I want to go back into your younger life because I feel like we got so much in common. Like, you say you used to go to the skating ring, and I love skating. I'm like, Dad, I think you used to go to the skating ring. And you say you used to have your burner with you, you know what I'm saying, because the 60s used to be up there. Pack. And I did the same motherfucking thing. Yeah, yeah. And then I was I was good with the 60s, you know. Uh, well, at first, they didn't even know me at first. You know, it took a while. Because I used to slide in there, and nobody knew me. Yeah. You know, and then... Uh, I remember the first time I went, I went with Haney. And, you know, Haney had on all the gold and the rings and everything. So all the girls was all over him. And uh, when nobody gave me no action, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm playing Jane, you know. Probably got on some Levi's white T-shirt, you know. And I'm just chilling, you know, with a pocket full of money. Yeah. And um, uh, one of my girls, baby mamas, pulled up on me she knew who I was and she pulled up you know and started hollering and I would be coming to the skating room just to grab her you know um and that's when all the 60s started to know me Petey Wack and uh, who else was down there man I can't even remember all the names but Wack definitely uh was one of the main ones you know he was he was the hellraiser at that time he was he was Mr. 60s yeah how was it how did you like keep that balance because like how tied in were you with the Hoovers? Like you right in their hood. Like this nine dudes, nine four. You at Manchester Park. Like, I grew up with the Hoovers. Like, you know, I, grew, I mean, you know, that's why everybody think I'm a Hoover. Or, and the Hoovers in the jailhouse, the Hoovers claim me for sure. That's being a Hoover. Um, so, so you know, it's just that 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 homeboy relationship. You know, where, where we grew up together. You know, they went to Manchester, they went to Bread Hard and and Washington and Fremont. So. Um, we we all just been tight, you know. Lauren Miller, you know, my cousins went to Lauren Miller, so we would go over to Lauren Miller sometimes, and and, and you know, just had that that companionship. Like I said, Antonio, who who I was with today, mm-hmm. was the founders of the Nine Four, Hoover, <sighs> you know. Yeah. Um, and and he just got out, man, and it was it was funny, you know, being being around him, and you know, he still got his pants creased. <laughs> <laughs> That's he did 40 years He did 40 years He you probably know? still goes to the cleaners huh? Yeah Still going to the cleaners He got on the still Pendleton jacket the And so You see I got my VIP wrist on right here So yeah. You know Big Percy and them Had their golf tournament today So I took him over to the golf tournament You know Where, where all the You know Everybody in the game at Hanging out And you know They got on their Rolexes And, and I was like Man this is where it's at And all of the chicks You know And they hollering Hey Rick And you know The players giving me dap And he was like Man 
They really like you. I said, man, you got to change up, man. You can't go with that. But you you still ain't even really that type of name, like the flossy and getting up out there, you know what I'm saying, <clears throat> chains off. I ain't got a floss, though. You yeah. Know, see, I got this I got this aura, this little thing about me that's bigger than a Rolex. Mm-hmm. You know, that's bigger than a gold chain. And and I be like, I was just like this when I went up there today. You know? Yeah. Like, like, this is me, man. You know, this is how I roll. You know, I ain't got to put on no chains. I ain't driving no fancy cars. Um, but I, I get that love and that respect, you know, because of um, my thinking, you know, my principles. Um, some people need to buy, you know, that car to, mm-hmm. to, to have some principle. You know, yeah. but really the car don't give you principles. You know, it just give you a little flair, <laughs> yeah. a little short time flair, because you know two years is old, and and then it's an old car. So um, when you when you have that built in flair about yourself, you know you you don't need all of those uh, trinkets, you know, to to dress yourself up and and make yourself look shiny. Yeah, I don't even buy clothes, man. I'm just out here. My girl buy my clothes, man. Shout out to her. <laughs> I just be putting it on, man. But I told one of my homies, I'm like, man, I'm finna talk to uh, Freeway tomorrow. He like, tell this nigga this story, see if you remember it. And he was like, uh, he played tennis, right, man? This white boy was trying to hustle this nigga, man, and Palm Lock or something, whatever jailhouse y'all was in. He's like this white boy oh, named Lampard. Daniel Bank. Yeah, Lompoc. Yeah, Danny. And yeah, he said Danny was like. Danny didn't know. Yeah. Danny yeah. didn't know. He didn't know. He didn't know. What was that nigga named Daniel Bank? It was like Danny Bang. Banks. Yeah. Oh, Danny in Hawaii. That's my man. We yeah. still we still partner. <laughs> we we got to be really really good friends. Yeah. Danny thought he could beat me. Uh, yeah. All, all. So you still good at tennis? Uh, not not as good as I used to be, but you know yeah. I mean I played at a high level. You know mm-hmm. I played at a high level. Um, Mm, not not at the top pro level, you know what I'm saying, but at a high level, you know what I'm saying, yeah. the college level, you know. So so if you didn't play college, you ain't gonna beat me, especially if not if you my age, you know. Um, so you know, Danny was was you know he was there holding down the tennis courts at Lime Park and. You know, when I drove up off the bus, you know, I didn't have no shoes on or nothing. Hey, come on, man, stop it. Ain't no dude in jail. You know how to play tennis in jail? You think yeah. you're going to beat me? You got Where your money at? Yeah, put it up. Yeah, give me some books, y'all. Yeah. Give, me, give me a couple books of stamps. Let me get these. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 I beat up on Danny. But, yeah, Danny Danny hit me a couple of weeks ago, sent me a little text, you know. said, man, come to Hawaii. Yeah, so, yeah, Danny Banks. That's my man. Yeah, man. Like Who was I- that telling you that story? Um, this is one of my homies. His name's Steve-O, man. His name's Steve-O. Stevie Stevenson, man. I think I know Steve-O. I know a Steve-O. It yeah. might not be the same one. But yeah, every every pen I went to, you know, I, I killed him in tennis. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they wasn't ready in that tennis. I taught tennis. You know, they used to pay me $25 an hour in jail. I was getting $25 an hour to teach tennis. So, in jail? In jail. I was getting $25 an hour. And had a clientele. You know, I could teach four or five lessons a day sometimes. You know, I made good money. Yeah. For jail. For jail. For jail, though. For jail. That's cool, though. <laughs> they kept the locker full, you know, the Zoom Zooms and Wham Whams. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I would take the Zoom Zooms and Whams and sell them out two for one. Hey, bring me back. Bring me back two for one. You know. See, a lot of people in my culture, a lot of people like, not in my culture, but a lot of people my age, probably a little younger, don't know as much about you. So, you and, you know, they just, they learning, they learning, 
a little bit more about you just through the the Ricky Rose thing and a free rate. They can't learn thing. nothing about no man with that that dude. Yeah, I mean, and they and they really don't know. And that it's dude just like that dude don't know nothing about. He just he just saw a hot name, you know what I'm saying? He thought it was abandoned. You know, he thought I was gonna get a life sentence without. Well, I had a life sentence, so he thought I was never getting out. So. See, he just made you know made himself uh, helpful to it. But he, if he really, if he really, really would have known me, he would have retched out. He, I really would have. I no no bullshit though. I really would. I was like, I I wish this nigga would have just like did his thing with, with Rose. I wish I would have just really intertwined and connect because I felt I like tried it was to. there, man. I tried to, but you know, it, it was probably for him. I can understand. It's scary. Yeah. Here you are, you build this persona. They put millions of dollars into you. And now you got to tell the world that you were fake. And see, when you got out of jail, too, and then you you had a life sentence, and a lot of people like my age and shit like that, like a lot of the, sometimes they be like, man, man, that nigga a snitch. And I'm like, how you feel about he that? Because I know that, that he shit. Said, he said that. Yeah. We got the internet, right? Damn right. What can you not find out about the internet? Who, who hasn't saw me on the internet? So the guy that I told on, he never saw me on the internet? Right. He, he never spoke out about it. He never said, man, that motherfucker told on me. Go and look on the internet and find that guy. Mm-hmm. Find the one that can say that. Yeah, because I mean, because everybody else looking up everybody paperwork, but you your paperwork is just so complex to motherfuckers, you feel me? Because but you, just, you don't even need paperwork. Yeah. You ain't even got a guy. You ain't got one person to stand up and say, man, he told on me. Right. With the internet, that air the internet. I mean, it would have to be, if somebody told on you, it would have to be somebody who would come and say, you know, go public and say, hey man, he told on me. Yeah. So with the, with the Rick Ross thing, like what? Why that shit didn't happen, man? And why did you decide to like sue that nigga? Well, I'd hit him when we was in jail. We talked, mm-hmm. and he was supposed to come and see me, and he never did. <clears throat> I wasn't really tripping about that. I got out, you know, start doing my own thing. This lawyer came to me and said, "Man, Universal, you fifty million dollars." I said, "Go get it." Yeah. Just like that. That's all it was. I didn't even care about the lawsuit. Right. Did he know that? Did he ever reach out after that lawsuit? Nah. Did you cause you did you lose the lawsuit? I lost both of us lost. He lost about a million and a half dollars. Um they say. They say they paid they say they paid a, a million and a half in attorney fees. In attorney fees. And so the judge ordered me, I supposed to give him a five hundred thousand dollars back. So if they ever come for it, I'm, I'm gonna give it to him in quarters. <laughs> <laughs> so right now to this day you owe Rick Ross 500 in attorney fees him and Universal and Warner Brothers they say I owed him a million and a half but the judge only awarded him uh, 500,000 I can't fucking believe that man, man they had 15 attorneys well, what was really what was really stupid to me about the whole the whole get down uh, if I'm suing somebody or somebody suing me mm-hmm. I paid a lawyer 100,000 I'd be like, man, how much, how, how much more? Yeah. How much more is this going to cost me? And if they tell me, oh, 500 more thousand, I'd be like. Shit, I'm out of there. If I'm a- no, no, me, I'd be like, hey, man, see a dude to take 50,000. Oh, yeah, yeah. See if he'd take 100. Mm-hmm. See if he'd take 150. I don't wait until we get up to a million and a half 
and I ain't even offered nothing. You know what I'm saying? To settle this shit, I'm gonna let him take. He still probably still ain't getting no royalties behind that shit. You think he gonna come after you? I don't care. I'm gonna have so much money. <laughs> Judges gonna be scared to fuck with me. Ain't yeah. nobody, ain't nobody gonna want to bother me. They gonna say, man, you. You gonna fuck with that motherfucker there? Do you know who that is? The motherfucker runs weed. He runs boxing. He runs the movie theaters now. Now Universal. Now Universal people work for him now. He's the one putting out. I, I, I look at it. I'll probably be a year, two years putting out a movie every month. That's right. I'm, I'm going to have the money. Yeah. I'm going to be cash heavy. Uh, you know, one of the companies that, that I'm about to take over, he told me, he said, man, dollar bills. He said, I don't want them motherfuckers. Is it kind of like what Dame Dash is doing right now independently? Because he said it's kind of hard doing that shit, film independently like that. I ain't paid attention to Dame and Dash. Are you doing your own shit? What I do, I'm kind of I'm like, you know those things they put on the horse? Tunnel vision. Yeah, so I'm kind of tunnel vision. I only see what I do, and I don't really worry about what nobody else do or how they doing it, you know, like. I'm finna do some music, right? I just found a little motherfucker so cold, 16 years old. I ain't gonna mention his name because I don't want nobody to try to sign him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I gotta have it whenever I touch something, everybody like it. Yeah. So um, this little young kid, uh, I'm trying to get all the paperwork done right now and uh, get him signed. Um, you know, I got a couple boxers that's probably gonna make more money than Floyd Mayweather made in boxing. Did you ever regret like not putting up all your money in the music shit and doing all that shit because you was around regret, so many niggas? I don't regret anything. Damn. You know, you know, uh, people kept asking me that, right? And I didn't really know how to answer it. They'd be like, did you regret? Do you regret being in the game? Do you regret going to prison? And I didn't really quite know how to answer it, right? And I did this interview in Chicago with this girl and she titled the article no regrets, only lessons. I say, damn, that's what I've been talking about. This whole no time. regrets, only lessons. I learned from all of that shit. So all of that that I went through made me who I am today. And, and you know, I feel like, shit, I'm right where I need to be right now today. You know, and ain't nowhere else in the world I'd rather be than right where I'm at right now. You know, uh, and, and I learned that when I was in jail, you know. When I first went to jail, you know, I was, oh, man, I want to get out. You know, I need to be, you know, anxious. And then all of a sudden, one day, you know, it came to me. You're right where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. When the time comes, see, there's a time that has to come. And when that happens, you're going to get out. Uh, Louis Farrakhan said it the best. Um, I was in, in the chapel and I was listening to him, and he was talking about when a woman's pregnant with a baby, and if the baby continues to develop, there's nothing that she can do but let it come out. You know, right. She can't hold it in other than abort. So when you was in jail, I know it's Crips, Bloods, Mexicans, Whites, and Muslims. Did you ever res- re- result to, you know what I'm saying, being a Muslim? Uh, they say we all Muslims. Mm-hmm. So I guess, you know, when I'm hanging out with the Muslims, I'm Muslim. <laughs> associated <laughs> Affiliated by association And then when I hang out With the Christians you know, I'm Christian You know yeah. Same thing now You know I go hang out With Farrakhan I hang out with Bishop Noel Jones You know anybody Hang out with me I hang out with them You know you like me I like you You don't like me <laughs> I don't like you either Man you made so much Motherfucking money When you was younger You was doing your thing Honey keys Honey Like 
How the fuck was you making a million dollars a day? Sometimes three million dollars. I started a day. with one hundred twenty-five dollars. You make the hundred twenty-five, turn it to one hundred fifty. Where is that money? Shit, I don't know. Spent man. Hell big palace no. of wheels and junkyards and and you know, I mean, easy come, easy go. You know, I don't look, but I don't look back at that. I'm looking at this shit. I'm finna like, fuck. Microsoft is for sale. Yeah. You know, Apple is for sale. These motherfuckers don't know what they're doing. You know, uh, um, so when I look at all of this stuff that's, that's happening, I'm like, damn, motherfucker, they, they send you to jail so you can learn how to take all this shit over. So, you know, I'm just right now, I'm just building up my resources and, and, and stacking my game so that I can uh, teach them what I learned. You know, how how I took one hundred twenty five dollars and, and turned into three million dollars a day, you know, but this time it's going to be on paper. You know, where they can't take it from you. They can't stop you. You know how, how rich I would be if, if they wouldn't have broke me up in the dope game? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> yeah, but. How you it, looking right now, though, man? Are you a millionaire right now? No, nah, I ain't a millionaire yet. I got I got millionaire projects. I got I got a marijuana grow that I'm doing right now. It's going to make a million and a half a month. Now, how you and how I you doing my, that? Like, how you researching the game and that, man? Because I was selling weed at one time, and I felt like I was doing a little delivery service. And you know the homie got robbed a couple times, and you know my delivery driver well, said, anybody you know what, can, fuck anybody this shit. can slip and get robbed. Yeah, you know, I I never per se got robbed on my own. I went over to one of my homeboy house though one day, and knocked on the door, and they was in there robbing him. Dude, rush and grab me, and the collar snatched me in. And they got the gun on him, and me and Doug went to tussling. I'm like, oh, y'all might well go start shooting. I ain't laying down. I ain't submitting. And, you know, me and him tussling in the house, and we was hitting the walls and stuff so hard that uh, my boy's son heard it and came and opened the door. And when they saw him, he took off, and they jumped up and took off running. So, But, yeah, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't going to, I ain't submitting. I'm, you know, fuck that. Shoot me right there where you got me at. We ain't going nowhere. Yeah. I almost got kidnapped one time. Shit, right there, right there at the, on, the, on the dead end, you know, on, on uh, 87 feet, right in front of my mama's house. Motherfucker put a gun on me, him and his girl told me to get in the car. And this recently? Or no, like no, 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 no. A couple was, years? This was 81, oh, 82. Okay, okay. I was buying like two ounces of cocaine at that time. <laughs> motherfucker wanted to rob me over two ounces? Motherfucker, stop it. Yeah. I, the homie got robbed for an ounce. I already know. I had a partner in St. Louis got killed over an ounce. They that found him in the crazy. trunk of his car at the airport. Over an ounce? Over an ounce of cocaine. So, But you know, back then in St. Louis, an ounce was worth like 6000 so it had a little value. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, it's... That's just the, the nature of, of that game. You know, it, it's a dirty, dirty game that uh, that people can get hurt in. Yeah, that, yeah, they definitely can get hurt. In. I mean, even like the licenses thing, like how do you get your license and do that? Like, how do you prepare for that? Because they were just telling me no all the way across the board. Why you didn't get with me? Man, we marched, man. We marched on City Hall. We went down there into them motherfuckers. Man, y'all gonna, y'all gonna get some blacks some license in this motherfucker. We ain't going for that. And then we had... Uh, uh, what's the name them from Great uh, Great Street Dro and, and all and they thought we gonna tear this motherfucker up. <laughs> what City Hall? Yeah, was at City Hall. We're gonna tear this motherfucker up again, y'all. 
<laughs> so you still doing your thing? No, huh? no, no. I wasn't. I wasn't with that. But you know them the homies though. You know we, 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 we homies with them. But uh, no, I ain't. I ain't with no tan nothing up. I ain't trying to go back to jail. I'm having too much fun out here, man. Man, who counting the money? You? Yeah, I will count it. Yeah, I, I mean, cause you still, even though you was making much that much money then, you know what I'm saying? Versus now, I'm like, who the fuck was counting all that shit? You who, know who used to you count the right? money? You was right there. Come yeah. on, you know who used to count that money? <laughs> <laughs> I know your mama told you who used to count the money. Yeah, yeah you know where it was at. Oh, everything I know where it was at. Yeah, that is a yeah, that, that is, was that was my people, man. They they was it was my money counters, you know. Yeah. They they took care of everything. They took care. Of, I I was shit. I'd be like, man, if I gotta count that money, I ain't selling no dope today. Fuck that. Y'all gonna be without dope. Y'all gonna get somebody to count this money. Yeah. My mom was like, man, shit. He owned this. He owned that. He owned that. It's all, it's all gone. I'm like, well, they used to come oh, and sneak bags through the door. You know, big old bags. Mm -hmm. you know, we had to hold in the door for duffel bags to fit through the door. You know, don't open the door. Just let them throw their money through the door. And keep it moving. Act like like a rock house. You know how they had a rock house. They slipped the rocks, money in, rock out. But they they just slide their bag through the door and, and then they call back with the number. Oh, you had such and such and such and such. Okay, cool. Man, when you was in jail, was you ever scared as a motherfucker? Like, you know what? These motherfuckers might kill me in this bitch. No, I wasn't scared. Well, well, you know when 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 Gary Webb did the story Dark Alliance, you know, made me think. You know, and, and then when Gary got killed, you know, like what the fuck? They shot get. Gary shot himself in the head twice, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. That ain't the CIA. Y'all gonna tell me that ain't the CIA didn't shoot him in the head twice? How motherfucker shoot himself in the head twice with a shotgun? But uh, you know, I was like, they don't really want me dead because if they kill me, then that makes the story even more realer. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So uh, I wasn't really afraid of dying. Uh, nah, jail was cool. I, I mean, you know, I, 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 like I said, I, I, I turned jail basically into my to my college. You know. Uh, uh, my first book I ever read was Malcolm X. Yeah. You know, by Alex Haley in, in the book, you know. Malcolm talked about, put us in jail, we're going to learn how to read and write. So I said, shit, fuck, I got to learn how to read and write. All these fucking years, I didn't want to read and write. Now I got to learn how to read and write. Why the fuck didn't you want to learn how to read and write? And then you got these motherfucking white people out here talking about, just put it in the book. These motherfuckers ain't going to learn it. But they know, nobody never told me that. God see, damn. See, nobody never told me the value of a book. You know, I thought that uh, I thought that a book. When you read a book, they was gonna be talking about Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. <laughs> like, what kind of water are they going to get? Can you sell that shit? How was you? Was you know when you learned how hey, to read? Was it PCP in that motherfucker? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh, uh, I was I was like 28. You was 28. Yeah. What your mama say? Like this motherfucker stupid in the motherfucker, but he know mom, how to count his money probably, though. She 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 might not even know. That you didn't know how to read? That is wild. But but you, you see, see, our parents don't pay enough attention to us mm -hmm. back then. They was trying to keep the rent paid, you know what I'm saying? Like, we used to have broken windows in the house and shit. We had roaches and rats, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Running through the house, you know, the, the, the kitchen cabinets had big holes in them where you, you know what I'm saying, take that board out the way you look to the bottom of the ground, you know what I'm saying? So moms was more, more, more concerned with trying to keep that house and trying to keep the lights on and keep some food on the table. You know, uh, I remodeled that motherfucker door. She went out of town. I put up like 150,000. I, I was stupid as a motherfucker though. The house was worth about 50,000. I put 150 in remodeling in that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like when did she? Like when did she realize? Like me, my son rich as fuck. Man, mom's. Cause I was selling. I was selling my dope on 81st in in, in Hoover. Mm -hmm. 
And what I would do is every time I make like 1500 bucks, I run to the house and put it up. Yeah. So, so I'm doing like 10, 15 of these trips a day. And so mom just like, this motherfucker keep running in and out the house. He ain't never running out the house like this here, right? So I come back, I open the door, I look on the couch, there's a pile of money on the couch. So I look at my boy Ollie, I'm like, mom done found the money. She got us. Yeah, because you know, all we was doing was piling in the, I had a pile in my closet and I piled dirty clothes on top of it, you know, that's gonna hide it. It was about that tall, right? <laughs> 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 so mom's uh she 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 came in there like man y'all got no money quit can you quit can you quit and i was like quit she's like i know you're in the mob the mob got you and i was like mom i'm the mob <laughs> yeah i am the mob <laughs> knowing you you know what i'm saying knowing your story and free being freeway rate how the, how did your kids deal with this shit like i don't even yeah. know you know my babies they trip because i had to i'd be taking all these pictures they'd be like Daddy, I don't want to take all them pictures. Uh, you, you take too many people come up. I always want to take pictures with you. You know, we go out for dinner or something mm-hmm. like that. But they eight and ten years old, so uh, I don't know how my older kids deal with it. You know, uh, I know one Jamal. He he kind of he kind of fuse off of it. He wants to be a movie star and, yeah. and so forth and and so on. So he kind of fuse off of it. But the rest of them, you know. They they laid back, you know. They more laid back, and uh, you know Jamal. Ain't nobody never dibble and dabble and say, man, you know what? I'm gonna sell some shit, even if oh, it's I'm weed. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Um, you know, Jamal and, and and my other son Cardo, they both been to prison, mm-hmm. so they probably done did something. Little, you know, little did little that. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but for the most part, you know, since I've been home, neither one of them been back to prison. You know, knock on wood. That's right, <laughs> for real. Uh, so, but yeah, they they cool. You know. Uh, they they doing all right for themselves. Yeah. Know. When you got out that second time, I asked you, was you scared as fucking jail? Like, niggas gonna get you, but just this is the second just, time. Yeah, the second, second time. Yeah, when you got out the second, this time, this the last time. time. Yeah. yeah. When you got out this time, even though your your case was like super high profile, I think, and me just discussing it with other well, it people. It was high profile. You, yeah. you, know, you don't know many people. It's Nightline, Dayline, 2020. Yeah. Uh, what else I was on? I didn't make 60 minutes. 60 minutes. Montel Williams, Garado. I mean, in you San Diego. You ever feel like them niggas are still watching you or fucking with you? Or like, I don't care if they watch you know? me. I hope they do watch me. I park your car right over there so everybody can see you watching me. <laughs> <laughs> I use like them for bodyguards. I use them for bodyguards. Because you do so much shit. You was doing so much shit. You don't feel like you. they go out like this nigga might out me, man. You know, them old motherfucking white people. You well, you know, know, you know like, they don't even look at drugs the same way no more. Yeah. Not even cocaine. You know, they're not as hard on cocaine as they was in the 80s. You know, now you can get arrested with cocaine and get a bail and shit. Like, when, when we got arrested, no bail. Yeah. Danger to the community, you know. So, uh, uh, things have changed and people look at, at, at the world a little different. Uh, but, you know, I'm cool. I'm cool with it. Let them, let them do what they do. Yeah, as far as the movie thing, you say you finna get in that band, dibble and dabble in that band. I've I'm been in the movie. That, I've been in the movie business. I just, I just ain't really... Uh, you know my documentary stayed on Netflix for a year and a half. I bust, I, I bust Netflix ass. I was just about to say that. Yeah, I bust their ass, but you know they they ain't gonna call and tell nobody. You know they ain't gonna put the numbers up and say, man, this motherfucker here killed Netflix. Yeah. Uh, but I already knew just by like, why the fuck you keep me on the front page for a year and a half? How the fuck you get something on Netflix though, man? 
How you get that on there? Who well, you got to well, go through? Well, I, didn't, talk I, didn't, to? I didn't put it on there. Uh, the producers did. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we fell out. You know, uh, they tried to beat one of my partners. You know, who, who uh, he didn't put up as much money as they did on the piece. And uh, they wanted me to cross him. I'm like, man, I don't cross my friends, man. Fuck you. Take the motherfucker. I don't give a fuck. I don't get a dime out the motherfucker. Steal it. I'm going to let him let it know. You stole the motherfucker. You steal it from him. You steal it from me, too. Because I ain't going to, you know, I just don't do my friends. What's the residuals off of Netflix? Like, how the- I didn't get nothing out of that documentary, man. You didn't get no money out your documentary? Yeah, we went to court. They took me to court, and uh, the judge gave them all the rights to my shit that I wrote in prison, that I produced. Uh, they put up about $60,000, and that gave them all the rights to, to, my, to my shit. It was it a certain contract or you know something didn't you didn't even, sign? They said that that they said that I verbally avoided the contract. It was it was some more of that bullshit like they did with the rapper, you know, uh, statute of limitations. With him, it was statute of limitations. With them, it was a verbal agreement that we had. Even though the contract said there can be no verbal agreements, you know, like you can't have a verbal agreement. Uh, but I, I didn't really do the documentary for no money, no way. You know, I did it for just what it did. Blew the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, because you walking outside, you know, it's like, boy, I'm yeah. on Netflix, you don't see this shit. Make me a star, you yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> now yeah. I get my money now. Yeah, like, because you're going to be on Netflix again. Or it's so going to be bigger. We're going, bigger. To the, we're going to the theater this time. Yeah. yeah we're going to go to the theater. Then maybe, maybe, maybe Netflix might wake up and get the TV series. Yeah. Because you know, I'm already working on a TV series right now. You know, I'm putting the TV series together right now. Will it be speak. something like Snowfall, though, right? Or just it's gonna be real. a little bit more you complex? Know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do no fake shit. I mean, we got enough fake shit already. And, and I think that uh, the people tired of fake shit. You know, who wants some fake Jordan? You're walking down the street and them motherfuckers squeaking. Like, these motherfuckers can't be real. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, I, I think we want some real shit. You know, we, we, we don't want to wear no fake gold. You know, who you know wear fake gold? Like, Man, I just think it's a whole little thing of motherfucker just trying to cut you out of the shit. Like, they your do. story is, is beautiful, it's there, like, it's authentic. <clears throat> and then it's just a gang of motherfuckers just trying to just cutthroat you out the whole little thing because the story is but too crazy. But they always cut blacks out of everything. You know, most, most of the entertainers right now don't make no money. Most of them motherfuckers really broke. Yeah, for real. You know, it's very few of them motherfuckers who really got some money. That's why they can't do their own shit. I'm like, why don't nobody help me do my movie? Y'all know this motherfucker gonna break the box office and nobody can step up because they ain't got no money and they ain't got no juice. You right. know, it's very few people. I don't know if it's a black dude living that can go to a studio and say, man, write me a check. I want to do a movie. You know, right. I got to go through the channels and give it to this guy and that guy. And, and you know, it's, it's a lot of bullshit. It's a big I, I, went through, game. I went through it. I went through it. You know, I met Ori Manuel, Spencer Boomer, Jeff Berg, and Michael Linton. You know, my first first week or so out of prison. And, you know, the motherfuckers told me, oh, the motherfuckers you're talking to, they can't do nothing. That's, that's crazy that you got to still go through these obstacles and just move. It's right here for you. Y'all want to make the money? It's right here. The story right here is organic. Here you go. Know what I'm saying it's all real for you. Like, let's do it. And it's still like a waiting game. Like, they, should, they, they do that shit. But I don't everywhere. mind waiting. I know, I know it's like, you know, you don't eat an apple until it's right. Mm-hmm. You know, you try to eat an apple that ain't right. That motherfucker hard. This motherfucker. So, you know, when, when it was time, when it's time, you know, the movie going to happen. 
Yeah. And, and that's the way I look at it. So I, I ain't even been rushing. You know, everybody else be like, man, when your movie going to come out? Oh, it's going to come out. Yeah. Why they do Why they do this movie and that movie? You know, they do, uh, they do the Frank Lucas movie, you know. And, yeah. And, and, you know, now the Big Meat story is out. And, yeah. You know, they got power and then they snowfall. And, you know, like, what the fuck? Y'all do snowfall and y'all got the real motherfucker John with, with his corny ass. Uh he kicking it with me. Like, motherfucker, you, you could have gave him the real shit. You know, you could have took the real deal up in there. But he probably knew, like, man, this motherfucker Rick, is, is he's a hard dealer. You know, he ain't taking no wooden nickels. You know, he don't work for popcorn and, and, and peanuts. You know, you got to really pay that motherfucker because he really bought his money. And uh, he felt, I guess, it would be easier just to go in there and, 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 and do cut it on my thing. Yeah, cut through me, you know, cut me out, you know. I ain't got to deal with that motherfucker. He going to come in here and, you know, and be like, man, fuck them motherfuckers. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should have been a story already. Like, bro, it should have been a movie already. Well, you know, the book been doing good. You know, yeah. my, book, my book is doing really well. You know, I'm, 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 I'm happy, you know. Right, to go from not, not knowing how to read to having books. Three being books. Being an author. Three books. It's crazy. And working on the fourth one. I'm working on one right now. It's going to fuck them up, you know. How's that going for you? With the books? Yeah, the books. I, I can't tell no numbers because the IRS would be on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> you see, they give a fuck if the niggas is looking at you outside. No, I don't mind them looking at me, but, but I ain't going to give them no numbers. <laughs> yeah. They'll be like, oh, oh there you go, nigga. We got you. that's the number we was looking for. <laughs> yeah. Now you owe. I'm going to go throw the IRS some money anyway. You know, I'm just going to yeah. walk to the office one day with a bag and just be like, yeah, man, thank y'all for not fucking with me. Man, for, stop fucking with me, man. Yeah, here you Money. As a matter of fact, I gave you some extra. They fucking with me so much, I had to get a tax lawyer. I'm like, this can't be real. Yeah, yeah, but this I'm gonna go take them a bag, you know, just to clear that shit up. You know, like, yeah, <laughs> man, like, I nah, I gave y'all extra. Go fix some street lights. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Get high. You know, hire some old police, a helicopter, whatever y'all gonna do with the yeah. money, man. Leave me alone. Yeah. Here your money. You still you, fucking with Floyd Mayweather? Nah, Floyd don't fuck with me. Why not, man? He picked you up in the Rolls Royce doing the whole Flossin, little thing, man. Flossin. Come on, He was flossing. He was not He wasn't really yeah. trying to fuck with no real motherfucker, man. You know, I'm a real motherfucker. Yeah. So he 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 wasn't he wasn't ready for that. Um, what you think? He a little off. He off. He off a little bit. He a little know? off, huh? Yeah, his game is off. You know, uh, my game tight. You know, yeah. you come in, you come on the court, man. I'm gonna bust that ass. You know, yeah. like, you gonna have to play defense, boy. You, you know, in the joint they used to tell him, man, you got to keep a hand up on Rick. He gonna bust that jump on your ass. I mean, you better be sharp, the motherfucker that don't know how to read. Taught himself on no to read at twenty eight. Got out of jail. No, 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 no. You missed some. Well, okay, I missed. I missed. Debated a the law. Yeah. With some motherfucking scholars. My lawyer graduated from Harvard University, top of his class. My prosecutor was a special prosecutor. That motherfucker was being groomed to go to the White House and be like a U.S. attorney. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That motherfucker went to Yale. He wasn't no normal motherfucker. He didn't do cases under $10 million. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's the kind of motherfucker I had. And I told his motherfucking ass, oh, you're wrong. <laughs> uh, you know, I told the judge. I told the judge, right? When she gave me the life sentence, I say I was a little fucked up too, right? Because moms had broke down in court. And I was like, "Oh, I'll be back." She said, "Oh, I'll be here waiting for you." And then when I came back in the courtroom, she said, "Oh, you kept your word. You like, kept yeah. your word." And I said, "Oh yeah, you thought I wasn't." So uh, 
when when they dealing with somebody like that, it, it's just a whole nother level. You know, you just don't meet motherfuckers that 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 you know make three million dollars in one day can spend you know two three hundred thousand and and not even think about it. You know, like I mean, one day we was we were sitting on the block. We was over at Ali Mama house. You know, remember where Ali Mama stayed on Grand? Yeah. We had the house. Remember, we fixed that house up. Motherfucker looked like it was out of Beverly Hills with the satellite dish and all that shit. Yeah, my mom like, he keep putting money in these houses. I was going to say your mom was going to buy that house, too. <laughs> <laughs> she almost bought that house from me. Damn. Uh, uh, so, so my boy come over there when the three-wheelers and the four-wheelers first come out. And, and I was like, oh, man, that shit is so cool. I was like, man, come on, let's go get some of them motherfuckers. We go to the Honda dealer, man. We bought every motherfucker they had. They was calling Honda dealers all around the state, getting Honda four-wheelers sent down, uh, you know. So when when you living like that, you know, like everybody was there, I bought them one. Uh, just for being there. Yeah. Get him one. What, they $2,700? Get him one. Get him one. You know? Yeah, you got to be a sharp motherfucker <clears throat> to even, even be fucking with you on your level. So to pick me up in the Rolls Royce and try to court me like I'm some type of bitch. That's how I feel, like trying to do anything. Like, I'm going to fuck you again. Niggas be trying to fuck you, get over on you. Like... You know what like, he was doing. You know yeah, what he was I doing. Know, I know what he was doing. You know, what he was, I he know was what getting he was at doing. the rapper. Remember him and the rapper was beefing. When I got out, they was beefing. Mm. Him, Fifty, and the rapper was beefing. And he trying to pick you up. She trying to do the thing. To get thing. at the rapper, yeah. you know, like I'm gonna use this bitch to, to make this other one jealous. Yeah. He really wanted to be with the rapper, I guess. You know, want to fuck with him. So, because uh, uh, that's what he did after, mm -hmm. after you know, after him and Fifty fell out, he started fucking with the rapper. You know, they started hanging out and shit. I, I see him on videos and at, at the fights. I'm like, damn, this motherfucker hanging. These mother and then the rapper, I couldn't believe him after they did the little. Remember the little move they put down with his with his girl and his baby. Yeah, that whole little thing, man. Being immature at that age, that's crazy. I saw that shit. I was like, man, I don't play like. Cause they called me to come up there. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I don't know what the whole get down was. But my PO wouldn't let me go. They, they had gave me the PO from hell. He's, I was like, man, I need to go up there and hang out with Floyd Mayweather and him. He's like, so. <laughs> Save your lights for some fucking well, no, cornball shit. I would have walked out. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have went for that shit because you know, somebody would have been playing with my kid. You know, they would. They just saw a different side of me. Yeah. Because you know? I got more than one side, but I try to keep that motherfucker tuned in, you know, mm -hmm. because uh, did you see that that one they did, uh, uh, the CBS LA Gang Godfathers they did? And they say, well, well, Rick ain't dangerous, but he hangs out with some very dangerous guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's why niggas be like, who you still tuned in with, bro? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, Matter of fact, me and, me and Echo, we was looking at that last night because Echo had never seen the LA Gang Godfather uh, little series they did mm -hmm. when they did the LA Gang Godfather. So I, I put him up on it last night and he was like, damn, man. I was like, yeah, For man. real? We, we, threw the, we threw the beach party. I didn't go to the beach party because I knew. See, I just beat that case. Mm -hmm. So I knew that they was going to be saying that I was partying for the case, and they said it anyway. But, you know, it was all good. What about them jams they used to do at the Coliseum? Uh, Uncle Jam Army. Yeah, Uncle Jam Army. Yeah, yeah. I never really got, you know, I never really got involved totally with that like I should have, you know. Um, I should I should have got more involved. You know, DJ Pooh had put me up on on the rap. Man, I, I I slept on the rap game, you know, with King T and, and all them. Man, you fuck around and be part on that death row. Why you didn't put all the bigger, money up? I'd have been bigger than death row. Come on, man. I'd have been bigger than death row. You was in the rooms with Dr. Dre, DJ Pooh. And Poo. then, that ain't even a cold point. Like, I was hanging out with Dick Griffey. Dick Griffey, Otis Smith, 
and 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 uh, I met Barry one time, uh, but but I was hanging out with with two of the first independent record labels ever. So you know I had all the all the all the all the assets, um, and and they begged me to quit selling dope. They was like, man, if you quit selling dope, boy, leave dope right. alone. I'm like. Motherfuckers, how y'all gonna tell me to leave dope along and I had to loan y'all motherfuckers money? <laughs> <laughs> we wasn't thinking for the long run. You gotta think for the long run. Well, you man. know, niggas was in I'm there, only man. 23 years old, 22 years Damn. old, man. I never read a book, didn't have a daddy, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Never really had a, a mentor, really, you know, uh, um, for tennis, I did, but I ain't mm-hmm. never had nobody that had no money, you know. I, know. I don't know nobody with no money. I had more money than everybody I ever knew. Yeah. You know, so it was hard for, for, for me to understand, you know. But I was always looking for game, you know. But it, game was hard to find because you look for game, you become the game. Yeah. You know, because everybody was trying to get in your pocket, you know, trying to figure out how they could weasel up on you. So another you know. person that be saying, you know, I was young is uh, Lil D. Is, uh, is he from the Bay or something yeah, like that's that? My yeah, man. Lil that's D. My man. Like, man, you know, I was young. I was younger than everybody. I was doing it up. Yeah, he was selling me the shit, but you know, I was just younger than them niggas. You feel me? I yeah, was, you feel me? Yeah. Lil D was. Lil D super cool, though. You know, that little motherfucker can think. Yeah. He can think, too. And that's the thing about, you know, when I, when I was sitting in prison, I was thinking about the whole dope game. I said, man, maybe that was a plot to get all the black entrepreneurs off the street. Mm-hmm. You know, the motherfuckers that was uh, trailblazers, you know, who would take a chance, you know, because. Uh, <clears throat> You got to be thinking uh, proactive to sell dope. Yeah. You know, and, you know, it, it turned out that, that it was a way to get a lot of, lot of young black entrepreneurs off the, off the street, so. Yeah, that's crazy, man. And you now you're here, man. You're doing your movie thing. Oh, you're man, doing the game your weed over. thing. They, they ought to just, book I, you thing. know, they just gave me in Arizona, through two weeks ago, they gave me a, a Lifetime Achievement Award. And I was like, damn, these motherfuckers saw this shit. I said, this dude can't be a visionary like that. But, you know, the game really over, man. They could really give me the trophy right now because uh, I done laid the foundation now. You know, once the foundation in, that, that concrete is hard. You you got to come break that shit up with one of them great big old cranks. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I be telling my girl. I'm like, the foundation is laid. Yeah. All we yeah. got to do now is build. Yeah, and from yeah. there we'll be solid. You know what I'm saying? You say, like you said, at least something. For I've your been kids. kicking it with Don Kennedy too. Me and Don been kicking it. We 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 rapping about doing some music stuff, you know. So I'm finna take another another look at the music, and then uh, James Fonderoy and and Brian Kennedy. You know, I've, I've been I've been hollering at them. So uh, I'm gonna take a swipe at this this music industry here in a couple weeks. And Snoop Dogg just bought Death Row. I don't know if you heard about that, but today he got uh, leaked out. Man, he just bought Death Row, got the rights to all that. I mean, maybe you can go over there and do something, man. Maybe it might change up. Yeah, yeah. I, I do my own thing. I don't need, <laughs> yeah. I don't need nobody. You really about no doing help. your own thing? You're a cold no nigga, man. I'm going to have all the money. Yeah. I'm going to be the motherfucker with all the money. I'm going to have all the weed. You yeah. know, they're going to trade weed for money. I'm going to trade money for weed. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I ain't going to need nobody. You st- are you just doing the physical thing or, are you, or have you ever hopped in that uh, NFT shit yet? I'm in the NFTs too. I dropped NFTs a week ago. Man, you a real hustler, man. I've just... Golly, dog, you doing it all. And then in front of my dispensary, I'm going to have a fucking food truck. I'm getting a food truck built right now. Then I'm going to be giving away food. Like, you motherfuckers, come eat in front of my store for free. Great yeah. food. You know, it's going to be that shift. You know, like, 
top chef is gonna be cooking out that motherfucking truck. You know, <laughs> giving that shit away. Like, come over here, and get some of this shit. So fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I just, I just, I just got to think outside the box, man. You know, when, when, when you look at it. Like I know, if I would have been on the street, I probably would have been part on a, a Facebook, you know, mm -hmm. uh, or, or or Instagram, you know. I just would have been, you know. That's how I think, you know. So when the new shit come out, I'm gonna be a part of it. Yeah. Well, man, thank you for giving me the pleasure. Uh talking to oh, you if they had told me it was you i'd have been glad to come out here you know i kind of drug out a little bit like man come on man i didn't but you like man and they got me coming in here this little motherfucker i did two interviews already today I, I you know just did one over in, in uh london for boxing and then i did one this morning i think in chicago for marijuana but that's cool you were surprised that it was me that's that's tight oh no man. no it's, it's, it's cool i'm i'm, I'm glad you know you brought a smile to my face when that's you told tight. me and and you know uh, I ain't talked to your mom in a couple of years, so you yeah. know um, made me feel good. You know I was able to help her. I know she was gonna be yeah. glad that I did it. I should yeah. FaceTime her ass and be like, you know what's the deal? He and this <laughs> motherfucker, man. Because she used gone. to try to, you know, she used to push. She was pushing me down toward Tiger. <laughs> Come on, Rick, you need to help him. You need to help him. <laughs> she knew you can help with something. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, Let's yeah, see if yeah, she yeah, has. No, she if she don't answer this over for you, baby. Yeah, we she gonna know. see. Yeah, yeah, man. she knew I could have helped, but uh, you know, uh, Tiger blew up. You know, he got his thing on, and uh, you know, uh, everything worked out for the best. You know, everybody did their thing. Yeah, you and Tiger still cool? Uh, no, you know, I kind of fell off with him, fell back from him, but you know, yeah. I ain't like I don't hate the nigga or nothing like that. I'm just doing my own thing, like you said. You know absolutely, what I'm absolutely. Sometimes you got to do that. Yeah, you, know? you got to fall back. People think they carrying you. You know, you know what I mean? Hold on, man. I can carry my motherfucking self. You ain't no carrying me, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's you got me fucked yeah. up. You know what I'm saying? But For sometimes you got to show him. You yeah. know, sometimes you got to show him. You know, I, but a leader can be led. You know what I'm saying? A leader can oh, no, be no, led. No, 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 sure. no. The first thing you got to be a good Indian first. Yeah, for sure. If you ain't a good Indian, you can't be the chief. For sure. That's what I was I was doing my thing. You yeah, know? That's yeah. what I felt like I was doing. Now I'm here. Now I'm talking to you. And this is where it's at, though. You know, Joe Rogan just got $100 million with a podcast. So. That's why so I'm talking paying. to you. So they paying. Yo, and, you know, I did one of Joe's first shows. I, think, I seen you on I there. I think I was in his top 80, you know what I'm saying, the shows that he did. And I, he did me twice. He won't take me back, but... Uh, Oh, he won't take you back. <laughs> no, I can't get back on it. You be go, doing Vlad a lot, though. Oh, yeah, Vlad. Vlad be on his Vlad shit. Me. Matter of fact, they hit me today. Yeah, yeah, Vlad is good, and and, and I enjoy Vlad. Um, we we got a pretty good relationship. You know, Vlad, Vlad asked some, some tough questions, but, you know, motherfuckers shouldn't say what they don't want to say. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, they, they like, you did any research? I'm like, this nigga Vlad didn't ask every motherfucking question no, you can ask. No, he didn't ask every question. He, he did a lot, you know, but he ain't. Because they don't know. Yeah. You got to have that movie come out. Yeah. Nigga, a lot, a lot of shit nigga oh, don't when know. Movie, when that movie come out, they're going to be fucked up. You know, I was talking to the writer one day, and he was like, man, I keep getting the same question about you. I ain't going to tell nobody what they kept saying. They're going to get to see it. I'm doing another documentary right now with with all my friends uh, who I grew up with and stuff they telling their little Rick Ross their favorite Rick Ross stories that's what I'm gonna do my TV series off See? of it's yeah. gonna, gonna parlay off of each one of them it's gonna be the series it ain't gonna necessarily be about me it's gonna be about me but it's gonna be about my friends how they saw me and uh, that's the way I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that thing this time. See, that's what I was doing. <clears throat> I was giving that story about that theater and I was a kid and I was sitting in the office and you came and walked past you got out the car it's clear as day you got out and you walked down that hallway, 
I'm telling you, man. I gotta come. Like, I gotta come get you. You gotta be on one of them series. You I have to. I All have right. to. Yeah, man. But this my boy, Freeway Rick. You know what I'm saying? Nice to have him in the building, man. Thanks. Y'all check me out too. Uh, you know, if you want to get that book, go to my website, FreewayRickyRoss.com. You want to follow me on Instagram, Freeway Ricky, Facebook, Freeway Ricky Ross, and now I'm on TikTok. <laughs> I'm doing my little TikTok <laughs> dance now, so y'all can come see me on TikTok as well. Uh, uh, and uh, come check out some of my fighters. I got some cold. I got some cold dudes, and they real motherfuckers. They ain't no fluffs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We out. <laughs>